Welcome to another episode of Brood. I'm Adonis, and this is the podcast where we always have conversation about coffee, and coffee always fuels our conversation. Um, Bryce is not in this week. He actually rejoined the workforce, so he is off doing some crazy stuff uh, somewhere, somewhere crazy uh, with his Spartan company and building for a race or whatever it is they do. But uh, before you guys hit stop, I'm not alone. I am joined once again by my good friend, co-founder of the podcast, Miss Jennifer Montez. What's up? Hi, Adonis. I'm like literally so happy to be back. Yeah, I know it's been today. It's been (laughs) yeah for today. (laughs) Make that clear. She's not back forever, but she is subbing in for Bryce today. But uh, yeah, it's good to have you back. Uh, It's been almost uh it's been like what eight months since i think you've been on an episode of the podcast wow so a very very long time yeah um so yeah i mean i'm sure a lot of people out there are super interested to hear what you've been up to since they last heard your voice but uh yeah what what have you been up to in these last uh, few months i mean everything just kind of has blurred together since (laughs) you know we're in a pandemic and everything um but i have been just like working a lot and feeling a little bit more confident like financially which has kind of like um kind of made everything else in my life feel a little bit uh i guess like better or easier okay um so yeah it kind of carried on into everything and um I've just been a little bit more positive about yeah. life, which yes. is really weird, even though we're in a pandemic and like it's horrible and sad. But yeah, um, I think it taught me a lot of things to be grateful for. For sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Always uh, financial security is definitely one thing that will, I think, help anyone see life in a more positive light you know like it's it's one big thing that you can stop stressing over or not stop but maybe not stressed about as much you know so yeah exactly that's awesome all right well uh we are glad to have you on the show and uh, it should be a fun one guys we are going to catch up on some current events we are going to have an in-depth discussion about traveling later on in the episode but first and foremost We have to get to our coffee talk. So, yeah, let's jump into it. Uh, So this week I am actually having something that I received from my drink trade subscription. It is called the 71 House Blend from Irving Farm Roasters in New York, New York State, not New York City. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's a medium roast coffee. Uh, It's supposed to be sweet and smooth. And it's supposed to have uh, flavor notes of chocolate, vanilla, and uh, nuts. So, uh, yeah, this is something that I picked or added to my queue because I was sort of, I was trying a bunch of like random flavored coffees, not flavored coffees, but coffees with random flavor notes. I was doing a bunch of lighter roast, uh, lighter to medium roast. So I wanted to sort of get back to basics, get back to a sort of more comfortable flavor. Um and I chose this one, and this is uh, the flagship roast from Irving Farms. Um, so this is basically their house coffee, their their Pike roast, if we're gonna equate it to like a Starbucks um, Pike place, right? Pike place. 
Yes. Yes. Um, so yeah, this is basically what they, I would assume, sell the most of in their coffee shops. And I have to say that I was uh, not super impressed. <laughs> um, oh, I, no. I just think I'm just not a fan of medium roast. I'm not a fan of mm-hmm. incredibly basic. One of the notes um, on their website is that this coffee uh, tastes good with milk if you add milk to it. So um, I think that's definitely not a, a good sign for black coffee if it's like recommended that you add milk to it. That for to me that just screams like we're not confident in the flavors by themselves. You need to add things to it in order to get the best taste out of it. Which, again, is not a problem if you're you know a person who just you know needs coffee to function. But if you're someone mm-hmm. who is trying to drink coffees to review them for the taste, it, it's a little bit <laughs> of a of a different story. Um, yeah, it's uh, also says that it's supposed to have clementine flavor, and I do get a little bit of the like citrus flavors. Uh, I think overall though, it's just super bitter. I brewed this using my AeroPress, um, and I've been doing this thing recently where I've been trying to give coffees the benefit of the doubt, and I've been you know making sure that I sort of run the gambit of my brewing processes. So I've uh, been trying to use uh, my AeroPress, my French press, my uh, Chemex, use my machine, uh, drip coffee machine. And I've uh, only had this in my AeroPress. So maybe I'm not being fair. Maybe it's just not an AeroPress friendly coffee. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it another shot. I'll stick with it for the rest of the week. And I'll, I'll give you guys an update if my uh, opinion has changed on the next episode. But uh, as of right now, not a big fan of it. Um, as far as a rating goes, uh, I this might be harsh, but I'm gonna go one and a half rings out of five. Did you end up like adding any sugar or cream? I did. I added some almond milk to it, and it did make it more drinkable. I don't know if I would say that it made it taste better, but I was able to sort of enjoy it a little more with the milk added. But I think. You know, mm-hmm. people say milk is a coffee enhancer, but I don't know. I feel like it just covers up, like, you know, problems. If you add sugar or cream to something, you're not really enhancing the flavors. Yeah. You're just sort of covering them up, you know? I think that's more to, like, just drink it fast and get your caffeine exactly. in to start your day. Yeah, no, if you, again, so if you need this for, like, a function coffee, it's very, like, neutral in its in its flavor notes so i don't think anybody's gonna say this is gross but i think you know i i've been exploring a bunch of different flavor notes and um it just seems yeah boring bland just not really worth the 18 dollar price tag like i feel like i could get the exact same oh. coffee flavor out of a folgers or you know something store-bought so it's like if i'm gonna cover it up with cream and sugar why am i paying 18 dollars for it you know <laughs> Um, but yeah, so not, that's crazy. Yeah. Not, not a big fan. I, again, I don't want to be too harsh because I've only tried it in my AeroPress. So I'll, I'll try it in other methods. And like I said, I'll give you guys an update, but as of right now, it's going to be a, uh, yeah, one and a half rings out of five. Uh, so nothing special. Skip it if you can, but, um, yeah, I'll give you guys an update, uh, next week. What about you, Jen? What are you sipping on this morning? Well, today I tried my mocha pot again. Okay. I I think it's probably been my most difficult brewing method. Okay. Um, I just can't get it 
quite right. And I know that at first I was using like espresso ground mm-hmm. beans, um, but it's not supposed to be espresso ground. It's supposed to be like kind of drip, like kind of oh, okay. um, coarser. More coarse, yeah. Yes. And um, <laughs> and I can see like the, um, you know, when you get the, the really thick like grounds at the bottom of your cup when yeah. you did it wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what i can kind of see okay i mean it tastes okay it's a light roast okay. and it's from winco okay and um i just thought i would just try something like um a little bit more basic to see if i could get the actual brewing method right Got you. but i stepped away literally for one second while it was on the stove and it just like boiled over oh, and no. exploded all over <laughs> so <laughs> i think it just takes a little bit more care into it for sure a little more attention um yeah have you uh do you get your so you get your coffee beans like pre-ground or are you just i i grind grinded it grounded okay <laughs> so you grounded at home um okay and yeah but with my l- uh, Bryce actually gifted me the little um, grinder oh, yeah, yeah, that is sure. like manual. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I just kind of have to eyeball it. Gotcha. And you're not seeing. So, yeah. so you. So you, do you think that's the the issue? Is the grind size, or do you think it's because of like not giving it the right amount of attention, or have you pinpointed um, an issue yet? I yeah, the grind size I think is definitely um part of the issue and then i it might be like overheating i'm not sure because i like things online have told me to put the boiling water on the bottom and then Mm. i don't know if it's just like my stove because it's electric that it like might be too hot and it might get hot too fast gotcha because i noticed that with my food it like it heats up really fast even if you have it on low i don't know and is it, how does it taste? Is it still, do you think that's oh, affecting the taste like, or is it? Okay. Honestly, it tastes like okay. But okay. I also think it tastes a little bit more watery. Okay. But it kind of tastes smooth. Okay. Okay. Watery smooth. Watery smooth. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a weak coffee, you know, like a little, like yeah, not a ton definitely. of flavor? Definitely. Okay. And like it's cooled down now, but um, yeah. Probably, I don't know. It's too much water. Yeah. Maybe the grind size was too big because I was scared Maybe. of it getting too small. Actually, yeah, that's... And if it's too big, then all the water would just, like, like come go up. go through, like, yeah. Like, just water. Yeah. yeah. yeah a mocha so I have pot. a backup. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I have a, a Starbucks iced coffee okay. with one shot of espresso. Okay. And I asked them to put just one pump of the classic syrup so I gotcha. could go home and add my cinnamon vanilla coffee meat um, uh, creamer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sounds so. nice and sweet. Um, yeah, I don't have a mocha pot. That's probably the one. That's probably my next like brew method uh, adventure that I'll go into. I, I'll kind of want to get down my current methods first before I dive into something new. But I know you and Bryce have mocha pots, and I think you've both been having problems. I know Bryce was. I know he's <laughs> sort of. 
uh, he sort of abandoned his mocha pot and he's been using his French press now that he has it. <laughs> it sounds like a, yeah. a very like involved method of coffee making. You know, it's not just like a set it and forget it type thing. Yeah, definitely. Like the whole time, like when you're putting in your beans, it's in one specific little slot mm. and then your water to one specific like line. And then, I mean, I guess, <laughs> I guess that's kind of with everything, like, but it's just a very like, it, it's like you take it apart and yeah. stuff and it's all in the same. And the, you have the added like step of having it heat, heating while you're brewing it. I think like with the French press, with the Chemex, with my AeroPress, like you just put hot water into the system. You're not heating the yes. water as it's, so you're not actually actively brewing it, you know? Well, I guess you are, but it's like, you know, there's no heating element to it. You're just, the water's yeah. already heated up. You're just pouring water over the beans. So it's harder to There's so many wrong. parts to it. And yeah. I think like sometimes it's with time, you know, yeah, that it will like get all the flavor. And then I guess with the mocha pot, it's more of just like the heat part yeah. that will get all the flavor out. It's interesting. I'll know. definitely check it out. If you guys out there have any tips on using a mocha pot that you could help out, uh, you know, Bryce and Jen, you should write into brewconvos at gmail.com. Let us know uh, what they are. Um, but yeah, that's coffee talk for today, guys. Uh, let us know what you're drinking. Also, brewconvos at gmail.com. Let us know what you've had to drink this week. Um, we're going to move into some small talk now, just a little bit of catching up on current ed- current events. I threw this in here for this week because, you know, uh, as much as I love Bryce, he doesn't really like talking about, you know, pop culture and, and things like that. So <sighs> I knew Jen liked talking about stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, that's scratching my pop culture itch right now. Um, <laughs> so first on our list of conversation topics here, uh, did you hear this news about, about Kanye West being dubbed the most wealthy black man in america last week um i I didn't actually okay (laughs) yeah he apparently uh i forget which uh source was reporting this but it was online for about a day before um i think forbes came out and said actually he's not as rich as we think he is um (laughs) or as previously reported so uh, it was reported originally that he was worth $6.6 billion, uh, which mm-hmm. would have made him the wealthiest black man in America. Um, but uh, apparently that is based on a bunch of hypothetical sales, uh, potential sales for, for things that he owns or things that he's a part of. And his actual net worth is uh, closer to $1.8 billion, which is still oh, okay. a lot of money, you know, which is still, yeah. <laughs> you know, puts him didn't, in that. Didn't he just become a billionaire last year? Yeah, I think it was, I think he, uh, this article from NME that I read said that he was worth, his reported wealth last year was $1.3 billion, so he has increased that to $1.8 billion over the course of the last year, mm-hmm. which is still, you know, half a billion dollars in a year is very impressive. Um, yeah. Not as impressive as going from 1.3 to 6.6, but still impressive, you know, uh, takes a <laughs> lot. And it's interesting because I'm, again, I'm not super, uh, you know, involved in, in what's been going on with celebrities, but I I think he's officially getting divorced from kim kardashian i think i saw that 
Um, yeah, I've been seeing that everywhere for a few months, just like on magazine stands in the store and stuff. Yeah. And I, I really don't get why people like care <laughs> yeah exactly um but yeah i wonder how this will play out with him and kim because obviously she is worth a lot of money too i don't know if there Do was they like a, add that together i think this is just his wealth i don't think it's including hers um mm-hmm. i don't know if there was like a prenuptial agreement signed so i don't know if you know okay. he'll potentially have to go to court to you know keep all of this or if half will go to Kim or if since she's extremely wealthy too maybe they'll just be like you guys keep what you have you know yeah, I don't think I don't think she can make an argument to a judge that she would need his money to you know keep her standard of living the same um, but you never know I, especially since they have kids since kids are involved it's probably going to be a mm-hmm. little sticky but uh, yeah I mean congratulations shouts out to Kanye I mean you still an impressive feat I know you're a little crazy, but I I do love your music, and I'm I'm happy to see you succeed. You know, I'm happy that. But you're... Forbes just had to be like, no, yeah, no, not the wealthiest, not actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's interesting. Uh, moving on, uh, Tiger King celebrating its one year anniversary this week. Did you ever get around to watching it, or did you ever watch it? I know you're not a big tv show person but i feel like this was a tv show that people jumped into regardless that of, everybody of, was of watching that. yeah uh no no i did not watch it i felt like after everyone like already had talked about it i felt like i already had known what was gonna happen so yeah. i wasn't that interested I don't know, but that feels like it was like forever ago. I know. Yeah, it does feel like it was longer than a year ago, but, you know, it was it was a covid year. So that's like, you know, five actual years. Um, Mm -hmm. I I, I did watch this show. I was I jumped on the bandwagon pretty much as soon as I heard everyone talking about it. It's a crazy show. Uh, Netflix is like the king of docuseries, in my opinion. I am, you know, full disclosure. I watch pretty much any and every docuseries that they produce. Um, and it's just, it's one of those things where like, you don't believe it because it seems so crazy. Like the shit that, that, that was going on in this TV series, it was like, this really happened in real life. And it's just one of those, like the, the truth is stranger than fiction type of situations. And yeah, it's just, it's obviously something that will exist in the zeitgeist of the culture for a very long time. And it it just i don't know if it qualifies necessarily as like reality tv i think it like flirts with that <laughs> that line mm-hmm. of being a, a documentary series and being like trashy reality tv but i thought it was super interesting and i i don't want to lump the 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 creators into like you know the bachelor they're they're doing more than that but it's also like it's it's most popular because of the shock factor around it so not necessarily yeah. the art that went into the the documentary, but um, okay, yeah, I, I still I haven't rewatched it. I haven't really kept up with what's been going on with the 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 people from it, the subjects of the documentary. I know Joe Exotic is still in jail. I I thought he tried to get pardoned. He, right, he, he did try to get pardoned <laughs> by Trump when Trump was pardoning uh, people. At the end of his presidency, I think he thought he was going to get pardoned, but didn't happen. So he's still in jail. Um, 
Last I saw for Carol Baskins, she was doing Dancing with the Stars. I don't know how far she got on that, but uh, don't really care either. Uh, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's an interesting show. Maybe I'll rewatch it for its one year anniversary. Um, but yeah, a year ago, it's pretty crazy. Uh, and wow. last but not least, the Snyder Cut, the Justice League Snyder Cut, finally hit screens, mm-hmm. HBO Max this week. I know you were watching the first two films, so Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman. Yeah, Andrew said I had to watch those before we <laughs> could watch the other one, which, like, I, I, in the past, like, I've never kept up with any of, like, superhero movies, mm-hmm. but um, I did watch Justice League in theaters, like, the first one, okay. the original. Um <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember it at all. Mm. Like, I started the Zack Snyder cut last night. Oh, really? And okay. I got, um, we stopped it at uh, the end of part three. Okay. Because I wanted to go to sleep. But, um, <laughs> it's four but hours. I, yeah, I mean, so like, yeah. What I saw, I really liked. Okay. Yeah. I. For a superhero movie, yeah. I've watched the first two parts, so I'm one part behind you. I watched like the first hour of it. Um, okay. I didn't turn it off because I wanted to go to sleep. I turned it off because I was like, okay. I, and again, it's not bad. I don't want to say it's bad, but I'm. <laughs> it's it's Oscar season right now, so I've been watching a lot of like the Oscar nominated <laughs> films, and I was like, yeah, I am just I am just not in the right <laughs> headspace to watch this movie. I need to, like. Step away. I'll revisit it. I'm sure I'll get around to it. But yeah, not not. I don't think I can do it in the middle of Oscar season just because it's. I don't know from from Is that it first hour. To you? It's not cringy. No, I think in that first hour, it's just I I I remember the original because I you know did the movie podcast, the movie docs, and we obviously broke that movie down pretty thoroughly, and it's. In the first hour, at least, I know I have three more hours to go, people. Don't send me hate mail. But it just seems like more of the same. Like, it seems like it's a, there's a lot more of everything that was happening. But the pro- the same problems that existed in that original exist in this extended cut. Like, I haven't seen anything that, quote, unquote, fixes anything that I saw in the original yet. And But is it is it meant to fix anything? Or is it more of like... This is the way it should have just been and delete the other one. <laughs> but I can't oh, delete wait, the other kind one. Of <laughs> yeah, I mean and that it, kind of means it's fix, fixing it. Yeah. But like <laughs> I don't know, like everyone has their own idea of what they want their like project to come out. Sure. Like and uh I yeah, I don't remember the first one, so I can't say like but the editing is different yeah. or the like look of it because I don't remember. Yeah. Like at all. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I don't know. I, and I, I might be, I might be being harsh. And then I, if I am, then I'm going to blame it on the fact that I've been watching a lot of like, you know, award nominated films and yeah, I am just not in the right headspace, but it's just so far again i know i have three hours to go i know that it could change my mind and blow me away in the last three hours but it just seems like more of the same it just seems like it just is a a longer version of what i saw originally 
with a, with a, a a lot more cutscenes. It's beautiful. Like I I love Zack Snyder's films just because he knows how to craft a shot. Like the lighting is perfect. The slow motion is great. Like mm. the the stylized violence and the visuals are awesome. Yeah, but <laughs> that's what I've been enjoying. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, as far as like, but they, I mean, I didn't think that was the problem with the first one. I thought it looked great, or not the first one, the original. Like I thought, I thought it looked good. I didn't have any issues with the visuals in the film. It was the story that was the problem. It was the pacing that was the problem. It was the character development mm-hmm. that was the problem. It was the dialogue that was the problem. And I but so far I haven't think- seen any improvements. Do you think that happens with superhero movies because we're all waiting for the action and we're all waiting to see their costumes? And I mean, I'm not trying to say they they don't have the effort to focus on other stuff, too. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like, yeah, after watching Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the second one um, in the series, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the whole time I was making fun of it. Like, they'd say stuff, and I'd just repeat what they're saying. Yeah. Because it's just so, like, funny. Like, how did they think of that? Um, Or, like, certain stuff they do, and I'm like, how did you... What? Like, yeah. they completely forgot that, like... I don't know. I mean, that can happen with any movie, too. That's true. But. Yeah, and I think, I think you're right, though. I think it's harder... Because I think Marvel has sort of changed the game when it comes to superhero movies because they've given us these characters who we've sort of grown with for 10 years and, you know, we're we're invested in their their growth and their character development. And I feel like these DC movies are much more like these are like what a comic book movie should probably be, you know, if if we're mm-hmm. just going based off of that, they're super cheesy like the costumes are ridiculous but that's what comic books are you know comic books were never supposed to be like grounded in reality they were supposed to be something that people could read and you know you could believe in heroes you know it wasn't supposed to be like oh i can i like tony stark because of how relatable he is i don't think batman or superman are necessarily supposed to be relatable characters they're supposed to be these sort of very colorful comic book characters who who say these corny cheesy lines and that's just part of the the appeal um and i i applaud dc for sticking to that but yeah i think it's tougher with uh in this generation where we make fun of everything to sort of (laughs) take it as seriously as they (laughs) as they probably want it to be taken um but that's not my issue. My issue is just I don't think they're very I don't think Justice League was a very good movie and what I've seen so far from the Snyder cut it it doesn't seem to be changing my opinion much. But again, I'll revisit it when I'm in the right mindset and I can just appreciate it for what it is instead of what I think it should be. If you were uh put on a movie for directing a superhero movie. Sure. Like how would you make it different? Like I don't know. Also giving everyone the the fight scenes they want. Yeah, it's that's like, that's a tough call. You have to come up with a villain like who's yeah. who's going to be the main like villain of your story. Yeah, I so. you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're I mean, I don't know what I would do differently. I would probably just not do it. Um, but you know, I feel like it's just, and it's just me, you know, I'm not saying that everybody can't like it. I'm just not in the, in the mindset to, to really consume 
this like comic book movie material right now. I haven't even watched WandaVision yet, and everyone says that is like the most incredible show of all time. So, yeah, I keep seeing clips of that, and I I kind of want to, but I don't have Disney Plus, and yeah. I don't really want Disney Plus. Same because capitalism. Oh. Just kidding. <laughs> Um, but I have been watching a lot of YouTube about like um, uh, DreamWorks villains and Disney mm. villains. Okay. Like animated stuff. Just like commentary on it. Oh, that's interesting. And yeah. Yesterday I watched a whole video on why Shrek 2 is the best sequel ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that there's a video out there that is explaining why Shrek 2 is the best sequel ever. <laughs> <laughs> But someone did a deep dive <laughs> on the quality of Shrek 2. Yes. <laughs> pretty crazy. But that's YouTube. That's the internet in 2021. I like that. Yeah. Let me get it was probably like 45 minutes, you know, breaking down every scene. Yeah, they're all they're all like 30, 25. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Crazy. Um but with that being said, we are going to jump to a break. On the other side, we are going to have a fun conversation about traveling. Um, Bryce is probably going to be pissed off at me because this is like what he literally does for a living. Um, but we'll revisit it, Bryce. Don't oh. be too mad. <laughs> we'll t- we'll have another we traveling can compare, conversation. Yes. Compare our answers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's coming up on the other side of the break. So uh, go get a refill of your coffee. Go to the bathroom. Whatever you need to do. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back, guys. Uh, We are going to be doing a conversation on traveling here in just a second. But we have to do uh, some some tea talk, some tea time. So uh, last week we did my beer review. And Bryce was supposed to do his tea review this week, but he is not in uh, the studio. So I am going to take over his tea review. So welcome to Let's Get Herbal. Um, I picked up something at the grocery store the other day while I was there. And it looked, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I picked it out because it had a fancy box. And <laughs> I figured tea is one of those things where, you know, if it's a fancy box, it's probably like a high quality tea. Um, and upon further, uh, research, I did find out that this is a very fancy tea. Uh, it's from, uh, Daman Freres, uh, tea makers. And it actually, this tea company was founded in 1692. Isn't that crazy? Wow. It's a French tea company. Yeah. It's 1692. That's before America. That's before we were a country. (laughs) This tea has been around. That is, yeah, I was blown away. Um, But I got the Earl Grey tea from uh, Daman Freres. Uh, I love Earl Grey. Earl Grey, yeah. So I love Earl Grey too. I think think if I had to pick a favorite tea, a favorite black tea, it would definitely be Earl Grey. Like it's, uh, it's got like that classic tea flavor. It's probably like what I, if someone says, hey, do you want some tea? I think that's where my mind automatically goes is to like the Earl Grey, you know, flavor profile. It's like that floral, Mm -hmm. but very like, um, 
comfortable flavor texture it's just really really good and this was no different it was very good very uh floral the flavor came through very nicely um it smells amazing very very strong smell but a very powerful but a very positive strong smell is it like loose leaf or is it like uh no they are not tea bags they're tea satchels okay so (laughs) (laughs) it's fancy tea bags so i don't know i'm gonna show jen obviously you guys won't be able to see it but like it's like oh Oh, there's my camera it's like a Ooh, it's a nice little bag of like it looks like a silky little yeah it's crazy it's Oh, it smells so good, though. Anyway, uh, it was really good. I love Earl Grey tea. Uh, I So I thought I would try it. And it was a little pricey, not going to lie. But again, I feel like tea is something. I mean, it was pricey for tea. I mean, I'm not buying like $20 tea bags. But um, it was pricier than like a Tazo tea or uh, like a Celestial tea. But hey, I think with tea, you need to pay for the quality. Not Not to, you know, shit on those brands that are very, very good tried and true but i think if you're looking for something a little more uh higher end you got to go with uh something that's going to cost a little bit more but yeah anyway um yeah earl gray tea is one of my favorite types jennifer what's your favorite type of tea is it is it earl gray i i do love earl gray okay um but probably chamomile if i just had to pick like one flavor um i drink a lot of sleepy time tea sleepy time and i've never had like like uh you know how it tells you what exactly it's in it i never had those alone except for the camel meal okay and like lemon ginger alone mm-hmm. um i like those because they really relax me and help my tummy yeah and, i mean but earl gray like during the day yes i love it yeah, like I don't think I could ever replace coffee with tea. I know that's a that's what a lot of people do when they're trying to limit their caffeine uh, yeah. intake. Um, no, but I don't you. think I could do that. I, I mean, and you know, obviously, tea is something that's enjoyed around the world, and people, you know, probably they say the same thing about coffee. They can never trade uh, coffee for tea. Um, but you know, I can't help it. I was I was born in a country where we drink coffee over tea, and I don't think I could <laughs> ever make the switch. Um, I do enjoy tea, though. You know, I have a whole tea kit, tea set. Um, yeah, so I, I, I enjoy yeah tea set. Like uh, you have like the little tiny mugs that uh-huh. go along with the little or plates, little, cups little, little teapot. It. Yes, yeah, I do. Yeah. I used to have a Care Bears one. <laughs> okay, Jen. Said, all right. Well, mine is like an adult this. tea set. It's not. It's not like having little prints of little <laughs> animals on it or anything. <laughs> I don't get my stuffed animals together and have tea parties. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, but I have a. I I think you've seen it before. It has like a dragon on it, and it's for loose oh, leaf. Oh yeah, and yeah. you throw it on the top, mm-hmm. and it has two cups next to it. Nice, yeah, it's very beautiful. I've never really like used it with someone else. I've just brewed it for myself. But I'd like to have tea with someone. Yeah, tea is like one of the, it's like a, I don't know, is it, is it the same as having coffee with someone? I feel like it's more, I feel like it's like fancier, you know? <laughs> like, I think be. it is fancier. Just, if you have coffee with someone, you're like, 
you might have a little pastry and sure. you guys might just talk and talk. And then if you have tea with someone, it's like, oh, let me relax your nerves. <laughs> like, tell me your life story. Yeah. That's different crazy. i don't but know I, i'm just kidding i was gonna say i know like in in the uk where they drink tea all the time like that's their social drink you know they don't have mm-hmm. coffee they have tea like they'll just have like oh let, let's put a pot of tea on and we'll just hang out and talk you know it's just like a i feel like that's more of a social drink thing like i feel like if you're having coffee with someone you are going out to have coffee with someone i think it's rare that you have a friend come over and you're like hey do you want to put a pot of coffee on and we'll just talk you know i feel like it's more unless you're you know brewed um (laughs) because we used to do that but i don't think that's like an everyday thing but i feel like that is a part of the everyday life in in the uk if you're mexican yeah you'll have coffee together oh really like it'll just be any time of the day okay okay and maybe it's just just like a movie you have like the the, a movie thing for the tea? Yeah, because like, I mean, I get oh, all okay. my information about everything from movies, so I feel like I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've obviously never been to the UK, so I don't know if they actually do that, but in every, you know, every movie that's set in England, they're always putting a kettle on and having tea. Adonis, just... I I love this one drink, but um, Earl Grey has lavender, right? Yes, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Okay, have you had lavender in coffee? I don't think so. I don't know how that would have ever come up. Well, Dutch Bros. <laughs> oh, okay. Has like a lav a white chocolate lavender drink. That's why now when I is it actual lavender or is it lavender flavored syrup? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure it's lavender flavored syrup, but I don't know why they would like who thought of that. Like who purchases a lavender syrup? Dutch Bros because they put syrup and everything. Listen, I don't have a big issue with Dutch Bros, but I just feel like everything I have from there is like designed to be pumped full of sugar. Like I've do they even sell black coffee? Can you just go and get a black coffee at Dutch Bros? Yeah, you can get an Americano. They probably wouldn't know what to do. They'd probably be like, what? You want me to <laughs> You just want the shots? <laughs> just yeah, so you want like only five pumps of sugar or what? No, they they do know. But everybody there as a customer that sees the menu might want, you know, the fun drinks. Sure. It's like dessert coffee, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm not a one fan. One day I'll take you one. Yeah, it's I mean, a it's a white chocolate lavender cold brew and they put like a a whipped like it's called soft top. They put like a whipped kind of like foamy um like whipped cream thing on top i mean it's like whipped cream but it comes from a a carton so it's not like uh co2 wait what is the thing they they charge whipped creams with it's like not co2 right (laughs) is it like uh, i don't know i don't know you're the i don't know it's just air i don't know it's like a gas yeah and then we shake it so it could come out um and they don't do that because it's from the carton. So it's straight up just really thick, creamy, like mm. something. And it, I think it's good. But I could bring you one without the creamy top so you could be less sweetened. But you could actually still taste the other stuff in there. 
I mean, I would be down for that. I just, I mean, isn't lavender like? Don't people like lavender because of the like the benefits effects? of the yeah of the actual plant? Well, well, maybe it's flavorful too, like the Earl Grey. That's true. I mean, that's right. Fair. I yeah. I mean, I I like the taste of lavender. So I mean, I just I don't know if I would. Well, maybe I would. I don't know. I don't know. I I won't judge it too harshly until I actually try it. But I've been burned by okay. D- Dutch Bros in the past. Like I've. I've had someone uh. <laughs> who went on a Dutch Bros run and they were like, hey, do you want coffee? And I was like, sure. Yeah, bring me something. And then they brought me back something. And I was like, I'm not sure this qualifies as coffee. This what just tastes like it? sweet milk. And like, <laughs> I have no idea. I just know that it was uh, very, very sweet. I could barely drink it. I know it's like the caramel one that I guess their most popular one, like the. Like caramelizer. Or yeah, something? that sounds yeah familiar. So probably yeah. that. I think if you get like a latte, yeah, they like only put like one shot of coffee and then yeah. the rest is milk and syrup. But that's enough bashing Dutch Bros. Uh, sorry if you guys are fans out there. Uh, Dutch Bros, if you're looking to sponsor us, you know, hey, send me some free coffee and I will, you know, gladly review it. But just be prepared for an <laughs> honest review because I don't sugarcoat anything unlike you guys because you sugarcoat everything. You see what I did there with like sugar. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's jump into our main discussion uh, for the day. Uh, we're going to be talking about traveling. So the reason I brought this up uh, is because I saw a very interesting article um, that was actually the reason I looked up the article is because I was talking to someone who says he had never left his hometown. He's a 27 year old kid and he said he's never left home. And I was like, that is insane. You've lived on the planet for 27 years and you've never ventured outside of your your hometown. And I was very shocked by that. Does that does that shock you, Jen? Um, Honestly, I don't really think it shocks me as much because the only reason I've traveled is because my family lives somewhere else. So maybe if they didn't, like. Maybe I would just have to have really good friends that would take me somewhere. But you've been places, right? Like you've been out of the state. Like you've traveled to. I've been to California. That counts. And yeah. Mexico. That's it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I guess it's maybe it's more common than I thought. But yeah, I am someone who has traveled quite a lot. Not as much as Bryce. Uh, but but a lot. I don't know exactly how many states I've been to. We can figure that out later in the episode. But anyway, I found this article from 2019 from Forbes um, and some of these uh, figures that they have here. So they did a survey of 2000 people, 2000 Americans, and they found that 11 um, percent of the people uh, have never traveled outside of the state where they were born. 11 percent. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of people, you know, have never traveled outside of the state that, that they were born in. It's crazy. Um, over mm-hmm. 50%, 54% said they have been to 10 states or fewer. Uh, oh. 13% said that they have never flown in an airplane. Have you ever been on a plane? No. Wow. So you'd be a <laughs> part of this 13%. Um, part of the minority there. Um, 40%. Uh, said that they have never left the country. Hey, you left the country, so you know you're mm-hmm. you're a part of that group. Have you left the country? I've been to Canada. So, oh, yes, wow. you know, I for some reason I always think that that doesn't count, but I'm like, I mean, it is a different country. 
but I, I like I lived in Michigan. I lived in Detroit, and it's literally like a hour and a half drive uh, to get to Canada. And I don't, I've never had a passport. I was a kid when I went, so maybe they were more lenient about that. But we didn't have passports. Yeah, for sure. So, um, speaking of passports, uh, over half of the respondents in the survey said that they have never owned a passport. Mm-hmm. Do you have a passport? I just got mine okay. like a year ago. I'm not sure. Time doesn't make sense. Probably two years ago. Because it also says in this uh, article that uh, it's it's a recent development that you uh, have to have one to go to Mexico, I guess. Yeah, so. that's why. I kept getting crap about it. They'd be yeah. like, why don't you have one? And I'd be like, I don't know how to get one. <laughs> And then, yeah, they'd get mad at me because I'm obviously brown and I would just show them my birth certificate and sure. my um, license. But like it literally tells you it's not a federal um, identification or whatever. Oh, OK, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Um, so, yeah, but they would still let me through because obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's so, so much easier with the passport. With the passport, yeah, it's less struggle. Yeah. I mean, especially because w- here in Arizona now, our our state licenses or IDs are going to be pretty much n- null and void for traveling here. I think in October, you, you'll have to mm-hmm. have either a passport or a, a travel license, basically, which is different from your actual license um, in order to travel because our, our something, our current licenses don't meet the standards for for traveling and, and and stuff like that so outside of the state obviously um but speaking of traveling what would you say is the main reason why you don't travel because you are someone who i think you know like you would enjoy seeing other cultures you would enjoy seeing you know some of the the monuments and national parks and stuff like that why what's yeah. what's your biggest reason for not doing more traveling I mean, like, I would love to, but um, I think I'm a little bit of a scaredy cat. <laughs> okay. Scared to of, be honest. of, like, like flying or just, like, being away from home? Um, or both? L- like, being, yeah, being away from home because that means I'm literally with a bunch of strangers and um, I don't really trust people. I'm kind of paranoid. I mean, I think we've talked about this because mm-hmm. we watch a lot of cr- true crime. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, I feel like a little defenseless. So my friends like came up with a trip for February and we went. And that was really nice. And I trusted them to like be the ones to kind of like plan everything and like know where we're going and like. That felt nice. Yeah. So I would have to go with other people. Okay. Okay. Seventy six percent of people in the survey said that they their biggest reason for traveling was more financial. That they would travel more yeah. if they could afford to, but they can't they couldn't afford to. Um which is interesting. Um, that you are a part again of the minority that that's not your biggest concern. I'm sure that's a concern. Uh, that's a concern for everyone i feel like um but uh yeah i uh I, I would travel a lot more if i could afford it i love traveling i i love going to play random places i love experiencing new cultures i was actually having a conversation with one of my friends a while ago 
about how it's so hard to experience cultures if you're not a part of that community. Like, is there anywhere that you can go, anywhere in the world that you can go where you can actually experience the culture and not just experience the the tourist culture? You know, I feel like if you go somewhere and they know that you're not from there, you're just going to get the tourist's treatment, right? It's yeah. so hard to, like... You'd have to, like know a friend that is family with people exactly yeah and that's tough um so it's it was sort of a conversation we were having and i um because i love like my favorite city in the in the u.s is probably new orleans um Mm -hmm. and i've been a handful of times and i love it there um just because it feels like you're in a different country it feels like it's just it just seems like it's something totally different than anywhere else that i've ever been and it's just an amazing, amazing experience to be there. But I've only ever experienced like the the touristy side of it. I don't know anybody there. So anytime I've gone, I've stayed in hotels or Airbnbs and, you know, everything has sort of been like tailor fit to be this great time. So I would love to go there. Like I would love to find someone who lives there and just like, hey, can you show me the sort of just the everyday life type stuff that that isn't, you know, designed to be super entertaining or I mean, that sounds weird, I guess. But like, I would just love to experience the actual culture rather than just the the touristy stuff. Um, but it's yeah. it's tough. Um, I did live in New York for a little while, so I was able to get <laughs> I was able to be exposed to the actual culture of New York, which I appreciated. Um, I love that city as well. Uh, probably my second favorite city in the country. Um, How long did you live there? I was there for six months. So, but I was there oh, okay. six months all by myself. You know, uh, wow. I like. So I guess sort of in contrast to what you said earlier, I like going places alone. Like I like being with my friends. I like you know being able to experience a culture with other people. Um, but I also like to to visit places alone because I feel like that gives me the opportunity to really dive into it and I'm not on someone else's schedule. I'm not worrying about if they're having fun or if, if you know, I don't feel like I need to entertain them oh, or yeah. we need to do stuff because, you know, people like to go places and do things, but sometimes I just like to go places and exist, you know. Whoa, that was deep. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, oh man, I totally I think I get that too. Yeah. Cuz it can be hard who you go with yeah. because you're going to be stuck with them. Exactly. And yeah. Yeah. Um I get that. But yeah, I'm 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 definitely a traveler. Uh I love it. I love being on the road. That's, I like That's cool. That's good. Yeah. You is there anywhere that you would want to go? Like is there a, yeah, is there any city out there that you want to like even if you never go, that you might <laughs> dream about going. I want to go to, if if I could, like in the ideal world, sure. I would go to Georgia and I would live in a big house with a big, big, big backyard and I would just hang out with the butterflies and my dog. That and is then, uh, very specific. Why, why Georgia? <laughs> <laughs> because I've seen a lot of pictures and like videos of how um the houses look old timey and they're really big and then they have like just a lot of greenery from what i've seen like Mm. you know it just looks like peaceful um i i think i would like to go to mardi gras too Mm -hmm. 
Um, it's crazy. I want to go snowboarding in Colorado, but I've never okay. been snowboarding <laughs> or to Colorado. Man. Um, yeah. I want to go to Rocky Point with my friends just because of like that seems like the most basic place to go mm-hmm. in Mexico. But maybe later on I could go to like a different beach because, yeah, there's a lot of beautiful places out there. Yeah. I also want to go to Illinois because Andrew's from there and I want to see what he grew up around. Yeah, Yeah, the Midwest is like uh, it's an interesting place because it's totally different from what we have here in Arizona. Obviously, I, I live there for most of my life um, until I was uh, 21. So I uh, and I, I hit a lot of states in the Midwest. I well, not a lot. I hit three. Mm-hmm. Um, but I um, mm-hmm. so I feel like I've got I got I have a like a very clear idea of, of the Midwest. And it's just it's so, so different than what we have here in Arizona. Like neighborhoods are <laughs> like my idea of a neighborhood is totally different than what a, a neighborhood is here. Like. I knew all of my neighbors growing up. We, you know, I closest like busy street, quote unquote, near me was like miles away. Like it's just neighborhoods for miles and miles and miles. Everything here is like on a grid. So it's super easy to get places like to get from one, you know, suburb to another. If we're talking like going from Chandler to Gilbert or whatever. Um, Uh But I feel like a 40 minute trip back home would be that's like a day trip. You know, it'd be like if if something's forty minutes away, that's that's something we're gonna have to plan for, and we're probably not gonna do. To be to be honest, like our our whole mm-hmm. like lives existed within our neighborhoods, and I feel like that's something that doesn't that's not a real thing here. Um, I think it's I don't know. I just don't I don't get that sense of community here in Arizona. Like I've been here for ten years, and I have yet to live somewhere where I've, I've felt like that sense of community. Were you like from a small town? Yeah. I mean, but that's pretty much what the Midwest is, is small towns. Like obviously you have places like Chicago, you have places like Detroit, um, or places like Minneapolis, but even within those cities, like it's just a bunch of communities. So it's not like, yeah, I don't know. There's just like a, it's it, there's a much bigger sense of of community in 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 those bigger cities, even though they are big cities. You know, if that makes sense, I yeah. don't know. My family in Mexico is from a very very little small pueblo, mm-hmm. um, and it's really it was really nice to go like for summer, and it feels like time moves slowly. Mm. But in a really good way. And you just like relax. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) So I think uh, that's a solid place to stop. Uh, That's our conversation on traveling. Sorry, Bryce. We'll, we'll, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll revisit this topic in the future so you can tell us about the, you know, yeah, he's been on a lot of places, adventures. Yeah, that you've been. <laughs> and uh, we'll be able to to be jealous and be envious. So, um, yeah, we'll get to that on another date. Hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. We're going to take another break. Go grab another refill uh, 
and uh, come back with Brewer's Choice, and uh, we'll close out the episode from there. So we will see you guys in just a second. All right, welcome back. Uh, we are uh, going to do our Brewer's Choice, which is just our recommendations of anything and everything that we've been uh, consuming this week. Uh, any music, movie, TV show, uh, food, product, anything that we've sort of uh, experienced in this last week, we're going to be sharing with you guys. Uh, Jen, what is your Brewer's Choice for this week? Yes, so I'm like super excited about mine and you guys better watch it or if you have seen it, please write in and let us know like what you thought of it, whether you liked it or not. Yeah, Um, I'm going to recommend a movie and it's called Kajillionaire um, starring what's her name? Evan Evan Rachel Rachel Wood. Wood? Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. she's from the movie 13. I love that movie. Yeah. She was only like 13 when she made that. <laughs> also, uh, Westworld, the TV show, she's the one of the leads in that. And Gina Rodriguez is also in it, mm-hmm. which, like, I'd never watched Jane the Virgin, mm. and I have barely seen her in any roles, but I, like, really loved her in this. Yeah, that's Everything saying something, about this you movie. Weren't, you weren't a fan. Oh, yeah. You didn't like it. Yeah, because she's canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, it was very sad to see that they weren't nominated for anything, which yeah. is crap. Like, I think this movie's beautiful in the way that it looks and in the story it tells. I cried like two times. I laughed a bunch. I got butterflies. Mm from you know when you get all giddy when like good stuff happens like that that's what i meant yeah that's a good movie if a movie can make you feel all of those emotions i think that is a sign of a good movie for sure um Mm -hmm. also yeah i love that movie i saw it a long well not a long time ago but i did get to watch it in theaters which was really cool um and uh yeah totally um annoyed that it didn't get nominated for anything but hey the oscars are sometimes uh, a political uh show more than they need to be so i don't know if kajillionaire had the the right people behind it for it to get nominations but hey you know can't win them all i guess but good choice jen that's a great recommendation um thank you I am going to recommend something that actually folds into something that we just recently announced on our uh, social medias. Uh, so I have been reading the book, The Midnight Library, for uh, our new Brood Book Club. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's a, it's really good so far. I won't go into any detail just in case you guys do want to want to list want to read along and join our book club. It's the first book that we're going to be uh, discussing Um on April 5th, Monday. Um, so, yeah, if you guys haven't heard of it, it's just a, it's sort of a fantastical tale. Um, and it's uh, just really, really good. Again, I don't want to go into any detail because I want you guys to experience it and I want you guys to join the book club. So, uh, check it out. Read the synopsis. If it's something you're interested in, uh, you know, grab a copy, 
listen to a copy on Audible if that's your if that's your thing. And uh, yeah, join our book club, which again will be taking place on Monday, April fifth. And uh, yeah, we're I'm, I'm super excited to hear what you guys have to say about it. Um, it's a very very interesting book, and I think I think I'm going to enjoy it. Um, enjoy the rest of it. I've already started it, but I think I'll enjoy how it ends. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, those are our recommendations. Have you heard of this book before, Jen? No, not no. not at all. Okay. Is it like a newer book or? It is newer. Yeah, it's uh, it's on Amazon's bestseller list right now, and it spent some time on the New York Times bestseller list, so it's relatively new. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's really good. It's getting really good reviews. It's on uh, Good Morning America's uh, has their little sticker on the front, so they're uh. Like the Oprah's book club thing, you know, but it's Good Morning America. Oh. Um, but it's really good. Yeah, definitely check it out if, you, uh, if you're if you in the mood for a new book or if you've been looking for something to read. Can we just give a little shout out to our friend um, Alex's like little. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. The. Uh, it's called. They changed their name. Oh, it's they changed bookmarks their Bookmarks and Beans. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they yeah, are no longer two girls, one cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out to them. They were, uh, yeah, they've been doing it for a while. They've got some really great content on Instagram. So you guys should definitely check them out. Uh, Bookmarks and Beans, you said? Yes. Yes. And they do, they do coffee reviews. They go to coffee shops and they also do book reviews. Mm-hmm. So definitely, definitely check them out. But that is going to do it for us this week, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. I'd like to thank Jen. Thank you once again for standing in for Mr. Bryce Gonzalez. You are a yes. awesome substitute. Thank you. Yeah, I hopefully. hope we can all three yeah. get on a call soon. Yeah, we need to get that going again. Um, we'd love to have you back on the podcast. Obviously, you know, you've got you got a lot. Still got a lot going on. Still still doing a lot. Still got a lot of moving pieces. So we we understand why you can't be on regularly, but uh anytime you want to jump in, just let us know and we will make space. Thank you guys. Yeah. 1000 likes and downloads on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it gets one. Yeah, like someone's been watching too many just YouTube videos. Just because I say videos, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, smash that like button. Hit the little bell if you want. <laughs> uh, but thank you guys again. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back uh, next week with another episode. Um, don't forget to write in if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Uh, broodconvos at gmail.com we are always looking forward to hearing from you guys if you want to follow us on social media you can do that by going to uh, Facebook and Instagram and finding us at Brood Podcast. sorry for my dog barking in the background um, and you can also find us on Twitter at Brood Convos and uh, yeah check out the website broodpodcast.com we have a lot of fun stuff up on there as well as every single episode archived and easy to find All right. That should do it for this week. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you next time. Until then, my name's Adonis. I'm Jen. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye. As you begin to develop and expand your skills and your talents and your vision of yourself, you will always be in control of your destiny. Brood Podcast is recorded in Chandler, Arizona. 
Our producers are Bryce Gonzalez, Jennifer Montez, and Adonis Ship. Our intro music is Easy, produced by CJ Beats. Our outro music is Destiny, produced by James Berkeley. Our social media managers are Bryce Gonzalez and Jennifer Montez. Our editor is Adonis Ship.